Hello, welcome back. This is episode six. Episode six we are on. And welcome to After Dark Paranormal Quest. My name is Dave and I'm joined by a special guest. This is the first time. She's a bit nervous, so be nice to her. Um, my guest is Michelle. Um, she's been with us now, what, over 12 months now on various investigations. And we've been in various locations and for some reason it just seems to gel and gel really well. So I thought it'd be really wise to bring her on the podcast and pretty much let her tell her her side of the story because there's a lot to know about her. So say hi, Michelle. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So pretty much, uh, Michelle, yeah, like I was saying, has been with us for over 12 months. We've been on, God, all over the country. Yeah, quite quite a few investigations. Hell of a lot. And for some reason... It works and it works well. I mean, when we first went on our first investigation, it was nerve wracking because I was learning, you was learning. Mm, we was both started at the same time, very similar, didn't we? Yeah. So, learning coming from there to where we are now, evidence wise, I believe it's 10 times better. Yeah, I was going to say, we're getting definitely plenty more. Definitely. The more that we do, yeah. the more we seem to get. And I thought it'd be wise to bring you on here and mm. let everyone know your side of the story. Mm. So let's take it away then, Michelle. Yeah. Tell everyone about you, right. why you do this, mm-hmm. um, what you achieve from it, and what your aspirations and goals going forward. Yeah, well, as Dave said, I've been doing it since uh, March last year. Um, I really, really enjoy it. It was like personal experiences that got me into doing the paranormal. Um, it was just ones that I'd experienced myself that made me sort of like inquisitive um, as to obviously questions of life after death. Um, so I got into it, been investigating um, since March. And like Dave said, basically now I'm working with Dave, we just seem to get more and more sort of all, all the time. Um, and we get like really solid evidence as well. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Mm. Weird thing is though, because. I always say this in every every um, episode that I put out there. When I come back and I have to edit it, I hear every pin drop, mm. every EVP that's not credible enough to go on to an episode. I've clearly hearing it in my ears, so it kind of pictures a story for every location. Every location I go to, I take a small piece of that away with it, with with it to me all the time. So and I'm clearly still I'm still learning. I'm, I'm learning every second of the day. I mean, Christ, I started editing. I didn't know how to do any of that, but the main episode today, I believe, and it is, we called it Suicide House. Yeah. I will tell you now, this is in my top three of locations. It was a freaky location. Oh, and I still now when I think about it, I think, I remember, first of all, Google Maps in my phone just do not tend to mix very well. No. So I'm getting taken to, not the location that I needed to be, probably about quarter mile down the road I'm yeah and I'm looking around thinking where the hell is this house and then I finally found this house I can only explain it's like something out of a film you pull up to it and it's it's already set the scene's Mm -hmm. set in it the 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 house was built in 1860 was it 66 or no it can't be 1860 no 1880s wasn't it yeah, I think it was the. I think it was the eighteen hundreds. I have got. I've got a picture on my phone. But I remember this. Really I remember the sixty part yeah. on above the door. It must have been eighteen sixty something. Something. Yeah. yeah. So I remember looking at that and then looking up, and I'm thinking, Jesus, this place looks absolutely freaky. And I remember speaking to you just before, and you said, just come to the side of the entrance, and that's how you get in. Mm-hmm. So, got all my stuff ready. My heart was pounding. Oh my days! And then managed to get in. 
and I'll never forget it. I walked into the, I don't think it was classed as the front room, it's like the lounge, but off the front room, yeah. where you and... Um, it was like the entrance hall, wasn't it? Because the yeah. front door was where we were. Yeah, because we, we had to get in for the bathroom, mm. so it kind of muddled your head up yeah. a bit to the, the layout of it, and plus the main door was all boarded up. Yeah. It's, it kind of yeah. messed up a bit. But I remember walking in, and then it was just deadly quiet, and then all of a sudden... Everything just kicked off, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is a nice introduction to this place." Started off in straight oh, I started away, off straight it? away, and I was like, "Oh my days!" And of course, when I go to a location, I like to have a walk around, and because I'd only done a few investigations previously before this, mm. I thought I had bigger balls <laughs> than what I should have, mm. to say the least. Yeah. So I remember saying to you, "I'm just go upstairs and I'm walk around by myself." Yeah. You was quite confident. Petrified and sad, absolutely petrified, <laughs> and I never forget it walking up stairs and me shouting down to you and saying Jesus have you been up here and he was like yeah yeah I've been up here so have you seen the floor yeah 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 I've been up seen the floor and I'm thinking bloody hell if you can do it I can do it yeah. there, was, there were holes the size of the Grand Canyon the walls, yeah. there was no was boards massive. there there was pipes showing it was, it was huge. death hazard to say the least mm-hmm. so I was like right I walked through and I, was, I had my camera with me and I was explaining what the rooms looked like and pretty much what I was feeling at the time and that so pretty much a small description of what I was doing up there to the camera because I was recording and I walked through to the end of the corridor which is the second set of stairs and that's when I heard that that bang mm, I remember that oh and my body shook yeah. from head to toe because I knew where you two was yeah. downstairs on the opposite we side up, of the house yeah, we, we was the other end of the house yeah mm-hmm. and so when I heard it my I don't know about you but when I hear something or feel something that's extraordinary and it yeah. stands out my body freezes yeah and I'm kind of glad I do do that because when my body freezes, my camera's always in the right place at the right time mm. because I can't move. I'm just like, yeah. basically, crapping myself. Just yeah, I'm frozen with fear, basically. Yeah. And I remember sat there and my camera was pointed right at the stairs and it took me a couple of seconds for it to go from my head, what I've just heard. But more importantly, the f- next thing that came to my head was where YouTube was and I knew it was at the other side. I was so thought, sugar, well, I'm in serious trouble here because yeah. the, loud, the, the noise was... And it was quite a loud bang. It's, as well. It sounded pretty much like either it was in the loft yeah. or it was right near me in front of me. But then it got really freaky because I shouted to you and you came through, which is all on video. So check mm-hmm. Suicide House Part 1, it's all on there. And Michelle walked through downstairs and you came up the stairs mm-hmm. pretty much to see what the hell I was doing and seeing what was going on. And that's when we picked up that woman's voice. Yeah. There remember. was definitely a woman's voice. I remember that clearly. I heard a murmur, but to my ear, but the camera picked up cock on. Yeah. And I've t- I remember now, like, like it was yesterday, Michelle, I've just, no, I said, Michelle, I heard a bang. Yeah. Did you hear it down there? And then you went, yeah, I heard it. And she I, said, was that you banging? Yeah. And I went, is that you banging? And he was like, no. And well, no. I heard a bang. It was, God, it freaked me out. Really. And then all of a sudden we had this low-tone woman's voice. Definitely wasn't yours because you were yeah, speaking no. under it. You were yeah. still talking to me. And it said, yeah yeah like she was laughing you know like yeah but laughing well, underneath to say she was like she found it funny that she'd actually scared you or funny that she actually mm. made an, an enough noise to be heard to be heard mm. and yeah. that was like my introduction bear in mind i'd be in this property 10 minutes and i was like right here we go so i was on the, i was on the back foot straight away from then on in to walking in to finally finding the building in the first place then walking in and having this happen I mean, don't get me wrong, I didn't hear the voice in real time, which I always say VPs in general are very hard to determine. You, If you do hear one with your, your naked ear, 
that is some hellish strong spirit mm. because the the lower the lower spectrum of voice that they use only EVPs and cameras can really pick it up but when you do hear one in with your ear you know damn well you've heard something strong and something good we heard a murmur do you remember when we went to um ah uh, binbrook and we all heard that murmur behind we the, did, yeah, on where the stage, stage yeah, yeah exactly the same thing i and, remember that and brett said the same thing he yeah. said we all heard the murmur yeah. but we couldn't put it together and then when we finally looked back at the footage it was a woman singing yeah. it's like crazy so going into this house i knew we had a location here what a location it was it turned out to be in the end it was fantastic oh god yeah, just it, it really was good it brings back memories all the time because mm. i mean I had, I had the little walk around came down of course we started the investigation set all the equipment up and as soon as we put the equipment in the designated areas that we decided for the uh, episode itself and was asking out i absolutely crapped myself because i, I was getting bangs to my left of me from the wooden um, doors that they had. Yeah. Um, what else was going on? Cat balls were going off left, yeah, right, and centre. Rem pod was going off. EMF that's what freaked me out, wasn't it? Because yeah. I'd never seen readings go into the amber and red. Because it was right into the red, wasn't it? Yeah, and that's yeah. what freaked me out. So I took a step back going. Oh, I remember, to this day, I can just remember saying, Michelle, are you scared? Are you scared? I yeah. get real pissed yeah. off when you say no. Yeah, it's like, no. No, no, no. no, no. I've, I've seen it all before. I'm, I'm going, I'm petrified sad woman. What is going on? Yeah, you're just walking around willy nilly. But yeah. I've never, I mean, we've seen EMF readings since then, which have been pretty high. Mm. But that's the first time I've been introduced to something that's that's really high. Because in my head, 15 to 20 milligals is a fairly, fairly high reading for anything electrical to be put off. You could put, You'd have to put your EMF right off your mobile phone and have your Wi-Fi turned on to get them kind of readings. So for Spirit to portray them readings. But I mean, that building had no power. Oh God, all. had no copper. They, no. they stripped the, the exactly. whole lot. There was nothing left of the place. It was literally a bare shell. And then seeing that on my own eyes, I was like, this is going to be some hellishly scary night. And, and by God, it, it turned out to be that because we, we was there till two in the morning. Bear in mind, there's no streetlights because we was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. There was no electric to the property. So we were all reliant on our lights that we brought with us. So I'm always I'm on the back foot from start to finish here. I'm absolutely bricking it. And the the replies we was getting, we was asking questions and we was getting intelligent replies every single time. And again, when you've not seen this or witnessed this before, I was confused. I was like freaking now this paranormal thing is mm. absolutely phenomenal. Do you know? Do you know? Like it's really good because. It, I always find when you you start a new job or you do something different in life, you kind of take your time to get used to it. Yeah. Exactly the same with the paranormal field. You go on investigations, you get used to it, you know what to expect, and then A leads on to B and then C, and then next thing you know, you class yourself as a fully-fledged paranormal investigator, so to speak. But to be thrown in the deep end with this location, mm-hmm. knowing that this property had so much history we can go on to the history part because i remember quite a lot of the history part um i don't remember the names though do you remember the family there was, name there was a mabel um the family name on the uh, mansion behind it do you remember the name you sent me the link and it's yeah i can't remember um, it was eight months ago so we both forgot really haven't we yeah. it was richard somebody or other um he was the main person um somebody called richard and then there was Mabel. She was the one, I think, that was killed. I she she was looked after everyone there, she didn't did, she? She did, the workers. 
and the story came out of regarding her. She yep. told us herself. Okay. If I remember rightly, the land that we was on was literally surrounded by fields back when the war was on and rations were everywhere from fuel to food for everything potatoes was the main source of food for pretty much not just england but pretty much the world because mm-hmm. it was an easy grown thing yeah. and a lot of people jumped on that bandwagon and if they've got the fields they'll grow them and they did but then they need the staff to pull them out of the ground clean them and, and sell them to the market so this guy richard i think that was the same person yeah. there yeah, he built himself a mansion on this plot of land and then got countless staff in bearing in mind the staff back then weren't treated like what we are now no, they were treated so, really badly yeah so there was mm-hmm. overworked underpaid yeah. if anything i don't think they even was they might not have been paid yeah. and to use and abuse a situation that this richard guy knew he had because there was such a market for the food that he was growing he built this house that we was investigating just in front of the mansion that he was living in um, so he can house all these workers uh, male female and just cram them in there yeah. I can imagine it being like sardines you know, just, cause they the must have so many in like one bedroom god yeah mm. I can imagine it because back then in this era there were corner couches there were TVs yeah. there was nothing of the sort and so living life like they did then can't have been very nice at the best times but then to be forced to work forced to overwork and then probably not get paid right and then get crammed in a house yeah. with males and females a lot of tension happened yeah. and a lot i wouldn't say murders no i can't use that word well i have but i'm not gonna a lot of misdemeanors yeah situations happen when you put males because back in that era rape was a lot more common it's not as much as it is now. No. Um, blind eyes were turned countlessly by the, the authorities back then because they just didn't have the manpower to, to to keep on top of it. So if you're cramming 50 males and 10 females in a place, mm. something's bad something's happened. Happen and, and, mm. and it came to light that it did. And Mabel, she came through, didn't she? On, she did. Um, how did she speak to us at the time? It would have been live EVP best because I didn't do them then. I think it was through necrophonics, wasn't it? I oh, think yes. It was through necrophonics spirit, spirit talker. talker. Yeah. Yeah, because we was in the front room. Because both things were saying the same things as well, wasn't they? Marrying each other, weren't they? Yeah. I love it when it happens. Yeah. I love it when you pick up an EVP and in the background you can hear the necrophonic or the spirit talker app either before or just after mm. confirming exactly the same thing. Yeah. It just makes it more credible evidence in my it eyes. Does. So this location in general, that was pretty much the history of it. Um, now the mansion that sits behind the house that we was investigating has been knocked down, um, flattened. You can still see bits of the remainder of the building, yeah. can't you? You can still, still see there. like the foundations and stuff like that. And that's why I believe, because he died in the house, mm. so I believe because yeah. he was such an evil man in general, very money oriented, very straight and narrow. He must have known what was going on in the house in front of him. He just turned a blind eye. When he married there as well, and his wife lived there with him. He had kids and everything. Yeah. So they yeah. had the full family there. Because we had some kids come through as well, didn't we? I remember saying, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we did. I remember. Yeah. So I, I, just, I just think he'd, when he's passed he's, and his building's been knocked down, what's the next best place to go to? An 1860s house that's uh, been built in, built for the wrong reasons. And I think he resides there. And I think that Mabel, she's come back because she's one pissed off bird. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Definitely. 
if I'm rightly my right in saying that, it was Mabel that fell pregnant. Yeah, I think she she fell pregnant, and I believe she may Forced. have lost the child as well. That was it. Yeah, you're bringing back memories now to yeah. me. So long yeah. ago. Yeah. So it's yeah, going to that house, having that happen first of all, hearing that voice, having that bang, scared the daylights out of me. Knowing the history of the place, which you just mentioned, and then we got down to the nitty gritty of the investigation. Spirit talk about me. I was off that running. Um, that's always when Nan sometimes it's not all the time and then we used your pad for the necrophonic yeah. so as time has gone on in this investigation in my eyes this is my personal opinion and I'll say it wisely here because now I'm totally different yeah. ever since working with you I've come now more in touch about me and my human body yeah. and my mind than what I did a year ago mm-hmm. so when I go to a location I, I spoke to this to Brett and he didn't get it because he's never been on them yeah. I detach completely from my life. Yeah, you've so got to. when I go on an investigation now, just before it, I'll be thinking about, oh, when's my internet due? Or uh, when's my bike payment due? Do you know what I mean? Just you've random got crap. To, yeah. yeah. As soon yeah. as I go on that investigation, all that goes, it disappears. Mm-hmm. And I detach myself. And it's really weird, but you kind of like, when you go into a place, you can, sometimes you can feel what the spirits that reside in there, what they're feeling. It's the vibes, isn't it? That you yeah. Get, you get the heavy feeling on your shoulders, don't you? Yeah. Or sometimes I'll go in there and I'll feel joyful and I'll think, why am I feeling joyful? It's yeah. because the spirits there are trying to portray yeah. what they feel at that present time onto yeah. you. And they find it easy. They always find it easy. I always say on every episode that I will upload onto um, my podcast, our podcast, After Dark's podcast, I'll finally get there, is pretty much a spirit in general they they anything electrical they can pull from which yeah. everyone knows yeah, it's, it's the, kind of the main frame idea of the paranormal but what people seem to forget is what's beating in a human's chest uh-huh. and what does that produce mm. electrical signals yeah. up and down your spine you're a battery to them yeah. so when you go on an investigation and you feel drained after you've been on there now every time we always feel drained don't we I do, yeah. it's because That's they've been draining every little morsel out of your body and that's how they use and abuse, not abuse, but use the situation that they've got in front of them. So if the cat literally drains something electrical, because they'll it might... They'll drain you instead. Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll attach to you. Yeah. And so I, when I went to that house, as the night was going on, first of all, technology. God, it was going off left, right and centre. Yeah, oh, you couldn't shut it up, could yeah. you? We had to sometimes turn it off just to keep quiet so we could actually speak of it. Yeah. The technology that we use... I personally think it's now it's it's one of the best out there. It is. We've got uh, the music box, which everyone listening now should know and see. If you look, watch out, you will be watching our uploads. I know you all are. Um, the music box, fantastic bit of kit that Brett's made. So very proud of him for doing that. But more importantly, the SLS. The SLS is is it was in its early days when we first designed it, and we had so many issues. Sometimes we go on an investigation. We think we think we've been recording for four hours, and it's not actually been recording at all. So we've been there, done that, but now version two is a lot more reliable, a lot more up to date, but more importantly, by God, it does its job well. So the technology I think we use as a team now, collectively, from your EVPs to your recording equipment, it's, it's up there to, in my eyes, mm. uh, uh, the best to yeah. a certain extent regarding the financial limits and all that stuff as well. Um, and I've mentioned before in the past, you get... Um, most haunted and you'll get well when there was around and ghost adventures and taps and all that they've got big budgets and they they have production companies that sit behind their cast and say right we're going to put 130 grand into this one episode mm. 
show me what you got. Yeah. And if they don't, they don't get no evidence, the production company like, we'll wait there. What's going on here? We'll put all this money in. Yeah. What do we do? We go out there on our own accord, our own money, with our own tech that we've bought, with our own money. What we've earned through yeah. jobs and this, that, the other. And we get better evidence than what any of the paranormal team exactly. do. That I mean, on I've, TV. I've never seen that level of evidence on like ghost, um, ghost adventures never and stuff I. like that. Never. 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 I. Did you watch you know, the Did you watch the new um, upload of Ghost Adventures, by the way? No, no, not yet. Michelle, <laughs> it's on. It's on. It was on every <laughs> Thursday. First episode when last last Thursday it went mm. up online. I'll soon, have to catch up on it. Oh man, I'm mocking you. As soon as it was, as soon as upload on Discovery, a minute later I was watching it. Yeah. I was just sat there, poised, refreshing, refreshing. That's yeah. how bad it is. They, as a unit, have changed again. So I've followed Ghost Adventures now for over 12, 13 years. Mm-hmm. Every episode, every series, to the point where I've come back now and I'm watching series series one, episode one, and onwards, because I wanted to see how they first started. Believe it or not, they were using cameras similar to us, but their, their quality was so bad. Mm. Oh, my days. Yeah. I mean, pixelations was, it was really bad. But they got to where they were now through pure hardware and determination. But when I watched the new episode, oh, God, they've gone down a different road. They've gone down the technology road. Have they? Yeah. Similar to what we use? No, God, no. No. Uh, They've gone down. They used to have a guy, an inventor called Bill Tolley. um, And now, unfortunately, I don't think he's with them now anymore. So they've got another guy in. And they pretty much do what Brett does. And they build build their own Mm. stuff. Um, Whereas Brett's SLS is a a light-sensored, series light sensors structured light sensors that sounds it you got that far either and it's the basic one you could probably make and and this and that for, for the money that Brett wanted to make yeah. it for they've gone excuse me they've gone 10 steps higher right. oh my days they've got mm. the exactly the same thing what we've got but then they have like one camera that does three things so they can read temperature they can read um like the stick figures that you would pick up. Yep. They also read, um, there's another form of um, recording that they do. It's not infrared, it's, um, you must remember it. Can you remember it? Oh, Brett mentioned it no. not long ago. I'll have to look at right back his messages, but there's another form of um, recording where, do you know when you're recording the heat sensor one, you can see a cold spot yeah, to a yeah. hot spot. Yeah. But then you've got another version, which is a different form of video type that can also pick up spiritual things in front of the camera lens. Mm-hmm. And it's called a... Oh, it's one of, as soon as I click stop and the recording's done, I'll remember it straight yeah. away. Because Brett only mentioned it a few days ago and he's going to try and make one. It's a different form. I'll, I'll keep with the episode. It'll come yeah. to me. Yeah. But they had three things in one camera, and I was like looking at it thinking, Jesus, their technology. But they've got the budgets. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say they've got big budgets to do Massive. Them, haven't they? And the evidence to caught for that episode. Crap. One crap, it was good. It's just mm. one it's to just the. not like ours. No. One to the standards mm. of what a, a normal yeah. person who does dislike what we're doing captures. Yeah. I thought, in my, high, in my eyes, I still enjoy watching it, like, cause it's, it's ghost adventures in the day, but... Because, I mean, ours is really, really good, you know. We do capture some really good evidence. I think my ultimate captures are EVPs. Mm-hmm. I love them. I live off them. Um, and there was your shadow figure as well, wasn't there? Yeah, we get them a lot. I mean, mm. the last upload, we went back to the, uh, to the care home. I didn't pick this up in real time, which is kind of gutting really but as i was holding the camera you've seen the the gimbal i've got to hold it. it's just yeah. like one handle what it is i went with one arm 
pass the camera to one arm to the other so I can get a better grip to yeah. put it back again. So I, I did it all behind the infrared beams. So if I'd have gone in front of the infrared beams, the whole camera would have gone pitch black yeah. because we was in pitch black. But it wasn't. This shadow that like, went past the camera, it was a shadow where you can still see the infrared behind it. So like something crossed in front of it. But if my arm had gone in front of it, I mean, look at that. You'd have, I, seen, it, you'd yeah. have seen my arm. Yeah, it'd, it'd have blocked the full lot out. Yeah. So that in itself was credible. But the other thing that happened was in the background, the spirit talker app said shadow hmm. just before the shadow went across. So I think that was the male gentleman trying to show himself. Yeah. I didn't see it in real time because we're in night vision. Some things you don't know until you actually look back on the mm. evidence, you don't see it. No. I mean, it's like the, there's been things that I've captured that I've not seen until I've actually looked back at the video. Exactly. And I think they think the same. When the spirits mm. are there and they can see us, whether it's a, they can see us as a human form or an orb form, I don't know. It's, yeah. again, out there for speculation. I think he's seen us in pitch black yeah. and thought, oh, I can do this now. I can show myself. Yeah. Not realising that the infrared camera can actually pick everything up. And because the infrared camera's picked it up, my eyesight will pick it up. And mm. that's why none of us reacted to it, because it was none the wiser it happened. Yeah. Whereas the first shadow figure I caught in the same room on a different night with a torch on the floor, yeah. which lit up the room, ambient light, which is perfect for not tripping over. Because I remember rightly, there was glass on the floor and we didn't want to yeah. cut yeah. ourselves. So that's when I saw the shadow figure with my own eyes because I had the ambient light and I don't think the spirits kind of realised that ambient light was there for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they've shown themselves and realised. Because when I, when I reacted, you can see one arm go one arm where one go the other. Yeah. Back to the normal episode again. Yeah. I keep I keep drifting, I'm bad for it. So suicide, so we, 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 we've done this investigation. We, we was in the process of doing this investigation and from start to finish, the evidence was there right in front of our eyes. Now nine times out of 10, when you go on an investigation through experience, my personal opinion is the more quieter the night is, the better the evidence will be captured on the, mm. the equipment that we've got. The louder um, that you can physically see things going off in front of you and you physically get answers via necrophonic in real time, then it tends to be quieter on the camera angles and editing scenario because you've already seen it. This one was the opposite. Yeah. We got, in my personal opinion, um, we was getting it in front of our eyes. We was getting responses for the questions that I was asking via the necrophonic perfect and the um spirit talk rap. But my partner when I came back to edit him, he was getting more and more voices coming through all the time mm. through E V P. That place had a bundle of kids, young, distraught females, yeah. females, uh pretty much everything. Um I personally think that as soon as we got there they wanted to make sure that we, we knew it. Yeah. And they they did it well, really well. I was going to say, they did come forward like really, really well and they did speak to us. Um, they did things on command as well when we asked them to actually yeah. use the equipment to actually answer our questions. They did. You know, they did everything on command, which was absolutely fantastic. It just makes a paranormal investigator job so much easier when mm. you walk into a place like that and these people are like, ooh, I've got some friends to talk to. Yeah. And But <laughs> the thing is, uh, they didn't just want to talk, they wanted to tell us their story. So as the night was unfolding, it was all piecing together like a jigsaw puzzle, all three of us. What the hell has happened here? I think I remember rightly, my first episode was named What Happened Here? Yeah. Because when we went home, I was still, we were still trying to, still trying to piece it together, yeah. yeah. I couldn't, couldn't figure it out. But as the episodes finally got edited, episode one and two of The Suicide House kind of all fitted together. Um, and that Mabel, she 
she was paid. I don't know if she's a family relative. I don't think she was. Um, she was paid or designated a role of looking after the people that was in the house that we was investigating, the workers. Um, and then something drastic went wrong where one of the male guys, workers, potentially, or was it Richard? I think we actually discovered that this Mabel was actually, um, she was with Richard's son, which was the owner. Um, she was actually with his son and I think the story came through that um, it was actually Richard that actually did the bad thing to her. Oh. Mm. And that's where it went downhill from there. Yeah. And then, yeah. so you're saying Richard might have potentially killed her as well? Yeah. I was going to say, it came through that he actually raped her. Um, that came through, like, on EVPs and stuff like that. What was the, lo what was the loft then? I think we actually discovered that somebody had hung themselves from there, I think. Because we getting loads what of came to light. kids' voices come through, mm. didn't we? And there was referring to the loft all the time. Yeah. So I think somebody actually hung themselves from the loft. Freaky. Mm. Still trying to piece it together now, actually trying to remember it all. Yeah, yeah so bless her, she, she's she gone through a bit of a turmoil in life and she was more than happy and able to come forward. I remember rightly, she didn't come forward for ages, did she? Yeah. And then the name came through and... It uh, took her a while. Yeah, and mm. one of us said, who is Mabel? And that's when the necrophonic came out. Like, I don't know if it said worker or... I think it said worker. Oh, no, it wasn't. You'd already researched it. You'd remember when you yeah. researched it and yeah. you said, and it came up with the word Mabel in the research yeah. information and it explained what Mabel's role was. Yeah. Now, how the hell? You did this on your phone. Spirit Talker's running on my phone. Yeah. On my Spirit Talker, it came up Mabel. Yeah. And there's, then on the Necrophonic, it did as well, didn't it? So there's no way they could know from you reading the history to these apps yeah. running in the background to, to know the name. Exactly. But more importantly, what, what she was doing there. Yeah. So and that's how we came to light because I remember you going, "Oh, Mabel, I read about you," and then you explained it on camera. Yeah. I remember the episode. Yeah. So yeah, so Mabel had a bit of a bit of a hard life there, she and did. bless her, she, she had uh, really bad, didn't she? Yeah, because she said she was still looking for her kid, wouldn't she? Mm. So I believe that's she, probably the child that she lost. Yeah, and mm. she was probably halfway through the pregnancy, and he's decided, "Oh crap, I've got a family behind me. I've got to try and get rid of this evidence," kind of thing. And with it being in that kind of era, you could get away with that. Um, and clearly he tried and, and probably did get away with it and she she never crossed over because of that which you, you're not going to worry at the end of the day you're going to be so distraught and sad and she was more than happy to tell us their story I'll never forget that name coming from Mabel and I'm like Mabel, Mabel because you read on it I didn't read on it because we, we all felt quite emotional as well it was horrible it? it really was mm -hmm. and then known as other kids there because these people that worked there these workers they weren't exactly our age there was yeah. young 13, 14, 15 year old kids there was kids. only young ones yeah because really, it's, it's really free cheap labour and then what they'll do is they'll throw a, a grown man in the mix and a couple of grown women in the mix going through the era that they were going through. Poverty, mm. starvation, yeah. hunger, war. Add that into the mix and bang them into sardines, into a property, and then work them like 18 hours, 20 hours a day. It's wrong. It, it is. is. It's going to go so downhill wrong. straight from the start. And, and it mm. did. I mean, this guy... Richard, who ran all this, ran it for a hell of a lot of years, probably just before um, the economy started to get back on its on its own two feet, didn't it, really? And then the, the potato industry kind of backed down, back to its normal, what it should be like it is now, uh, where it's not as reliable as much as a food, in, um, source income, uh, food source, sorry. And I think that's pretty much, yeah, how it might have worked. I'm not too sure, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, but... Yeah, the place itself it had a heavy feeling 
during the investigation it was more than happy to tell us what was going on everyone every spirit there had their own story and own situation they wanted to portray it and they was more than happy to but the thing that really stands out for me is in the middle of that floor in that front room i made all the equipment out and the kids came in oh yeah and there was touching yeah. everything and i put my arm out and i got that's One touched you yeah well. and i my body all i can explain it's like i've explained it to you already before it's like you'll know you've had it before, yeah, I've had it before. A, f- uh, a small electrical charge that's fuzzy that's feeling it, yeah. yeah as soon as that touch hits your your hand or wherever it is on your body your body brain your brain doesn't understand what the hell that is no. so it's normal reaction is to put your hairs on end mm. and you're like my personal thing is i freeze i'm like yeah. Ooh, or yeah. i'll jump back or something yeah. like that it's it's the human brain doesn't not know what the body's going through so that defense mechanism of your hair stands on and always always happens and you will feel that low fuzzy electrical weird charge people always ask me to this day what does it feel like Can it's you, a good feeling though isn't oh, it? mega yeah, feeling. It's a really good feeling people think is it like a normal hand mm. and i'm like no it's no. like no. when i've been touched like when we went to the care home and I got touched on my hand when I was holding my torch, yeah. it felt like some of the thinnest, the thinnest hair stroking yeah. underneath my hand. Yeah. And I reacted to it, but when my camera's been behind me, I look back in the footage, you can see the orb yeah. go past the ball, ball of energy. Which and that's the best evidence oh, possible. Oh, God. Made it so, more, more, so much more substantial seeing that. Uh, but people always say to me to this day, what does it feel like? What does it feel like? And I'm like, what I just explained then. Yeah, it's, that's it's the only way I can. Yeah. It? it really is. Unless you can put another twist to it. Um, no, the only real, really way that I can describe it is like a, it's a static, you know, but like a, a light static, like you say, it's like something like a feather or a hair, you know, just lightly going over you. Yeah. And, you know, it is it's quite a strange sensation. It is. It really is strange. And I've, uh, I think since I've been doing this now, three, maybe two or three times I've been touched physically by spirit. Uh, no, maybe more actually, because I used to get my trousers pulled yeah. down in the care room all the time. Um, it's it's a feeling that I would say if anyone out there is interested, well, you must be interested in the paranormal because you listen to this podcast and other podcasts that you might be listening to. So there's definite interest there for you. If you have got this interest and you want to prevail and, and and push it, honest, I'd say do it. I really would say do it because there's nothing better than not being able to see something physically with your own eyes, but your technology around you is reacting to it. You're hearing intelligent reactions back through your technology. You've got that heavy feeling on your shoulders. You know through your head that something mean and horrible has gone on in this property in these four walls of this building that holds over 100 years worth of history. But then the spirit decides amongst themselves to go forward and actually physically try and touch you. I can't stress high enough, go and do it. Go to a location where it is haunted, where there is history behind it and try and get that to happen because once you've got that you are hooked yeah definitely hooked yeah. i was hooked from I don't know, say someone asked me a question now oh what's the first part what's the first thing that happened to you that got you hooked my first thing that ever got me hooked is when rachel whispered in my ear in that bedroom in the mm-hmm. gray street and i was hooked ever since well my i was gonna say my experience was not a very nice one at the beginning um mine was obviously in my house and it was one morning when i actually woke up and there was actually three claw marks in the sheet underneath me and it was actually like three big claw marks in the sheet and it was only under me 
Um, it wasn't under my husband. Um, it was under me. And basically... I, I've not I, heard this before. Yeah. You've never told me this before. Yeah. I was going to say, um, it was like three claw marks. I mean, obviously, they say like three claw marks is something that is mocking the Holy Trinity. So basically, if it literally freaked me out. And then it was all the noises that I was hearing in my loft as well. Um, and then obviously I did a recording in the bedroom and I, I literally picked up something that was very evil sounding um, and then I had to get my sister in at the time to actually get rid of you know whatever was there because it, it was not very nice we've actually investigated your property mm. but I've never heard yeah. that story yeah you never mentioned that before yeah. but it was th it was three claw marks actually underneath me and it, it did literally freak me out do you know what's freaked me out because I was saying the only way a, uh, an evil spirit or an evil entity can really, really affect you is when you're asleep because mm. you're in a subconscious state. And I always agree to that to this day. The most terrifying things happen to me is when I've been on my couch watching a film and I've been in mid-sleep and I felt someone yeah. stood behind me. You've seen my front room, you've seen where the couch is. Yeah. The door was closed yeah. and I felt someone pulling my arms, you know, like, physically pull it yeah. and I'm trying to get out yeah, yeah. I can hear the TV I can hear the film yeah. I can hear the words I can hear everything my eyes are closed I mean it's half and half subconscious state knowing that my arms are above my head and getting pulled and I'm trying to jump out of it and it wouldn't let me it wouldn't so let it's me bit, it's a bit like a paralysis then isn't it sleep paralysis this is the thing what's it do I don't yeah. know there's the fine line in there but I, yeah. do you know what I started doing hissing like a cat <laughs> like Did that you? yeah I woke up going <laughs> and I would oh, like God. walk up out of it and I'm like yeah. what the hell are you doing mm. it's yeah. just in the film by the way it wasn't scary mm. it was like a Fast and Furious or something yeah. stuff like that and then as I woke up put my arms forward and I'm like what the hell has just happened yes I did put it down to some kind of sleep paralysis it's yeah. been a half sleep half awake thing so I've had it before where I've woke up before and I've heard what's going on around me but my eyes haven't opened yet because no. the first thing that turns on is your hearing yeah all the time so yes i did put that down to sleep paralysis and that's why i never mentioned any of the podcasts but when you mentioned about that mm. thing in when you was in bed i thought it might be wise just to drop it in there but ever since i've been doing the paranormal thing i've had loads of things going on did i um, did i ever tell you about the time that i was are you getting uh, me excited actually, no when i was actually choked no twice yeah no. um in, in didn't do a very house. good job you stood here still it was it was awful it was really really scary um i was actually like woken up twice um with like a choking sensation it was like someone was actually sat on me and i couldn't actually get up or anything i couldn't move um but then again i couldn't breathe either mm. you know i was just like gasping for air and it, it was awful and twice this happened and each time that it actually happened um i had to get uh, my husband to actually put the light on and as soon as that light went on it stopped like it thought it might be seen yeah and it weird how something that we can't physically see with our mm. own eyes can physically do something like that yeah. and, yeah. and it presence. really was scary but i mean i couldn't breathe for like two maybe two and a half minutes and um you know when the light went on i was fine you know i could actually breathe but up to that point i was just like really gasping for air Ooh, and it was, it was awful that never had that yeah. and to this day I don't have that but oh, it, was, it was horrible it's just it's mad in it how an entity a ball of energy a spirit form can inflict that kind of physical mm. thing on a human being yeah. I always found the, if, the thing that really interests me regarding the paranormal amongst God knows everything else is the poltergeist activity mm. 
Spirit voices, they can come and go all day, every day. I'm so used to them. When I hear one now, I get giddy and I get excited, and that's where it ends. I'll, I'll, I'll refine it and put it up for the general public to listen to and then decipher themselves what they want and what they don't want to believe. But poltergeist, now that alone is another kettle of fish in my mm. eyes. I've never physically seen anything move apart from my light switch in the bathroom one time. Um, you've heard the start. Have you heard that podcast yet? No, not yet. Oh, no. this Lucy, like she mm. likes to play tricks with me. Yeah. So she moves things in the in the apartment randomly. She's she's a very very weak spirit, yeah. very weak. It takes a, a count, lot, yeah. yeah, a lot of energy to do energy. something, and she's moved the you know, the light switch in there, yeah, stationary. And I've asked on command, can you move it? And it's gone, yeah, like that. I'm like, I freak my shit out. It's like I've got Fucking I've got some myself. pendulums that's actually hung above where I sleep. Yeah. And basically, I, I always say to the spirits in my house, can you make them pendulums sway? And the, they do. Yeah. You know? It's weird, don't it? Yeah. yeah. You, just, you just like, look at them. You can just see them like, just doing that. Yeah. You know? It's like just swaying. Well, as soon as I see my mum, I was like, mm. thank you. Right, I'm going <laughs> now. And I was gone. Straight <laughs> to the front row and put a spot on. Put, put, put FIFA on or something. I had to try and clean brain. Yeah. But she, she doesn't hurt. She didn't want to hurt. She just, she's come through with us at Manchester Rams, didn't she? And yeah. She, yeah. I don't know, like, and that sounds stupid. Yeah, but look at the Manchester Rams where that ball rolled off the bar. Oh, by the way, I've took a footage on that. And it's not. No, the ball oh. rolls off the bar, but the camera's facing straight and not to the left because yeah. Brett moved it. Oh, Brett, if you listen to this, I swear oh. to God, I'm going to kill you. Oh. It, it picks it up yeah. to put it between me and James on the chairs when we had that figure on the. Yeah. Right hand side, yeah. So, which is fair enough, you're gonna do it, you're gonna move the camera for yeah. it, and it just moved it. And literally, I think the freaking spirits knew that because mm. 10 seconds later, yep. you hear you you hear you saying, Dave, that ball's moving. I'm like, Well, I can't see it, it's pitch black, yeah. no, it's moving. And then you hear it go, did, 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 and fall yeah. on the floor, exactly. So, the spirits knew, and I think they've been creating enough, building uh, enough energy to make to that move ball it. move. Yeah, I've still got that ball, by the way. I have, yeah, I've got, got it with me tonight. Yay, yeah. we need to get on that next part, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so the poltergeist thing, it's it's always going to freak me out. I've never physically seen it. Even when the ball moved in Manchester Arms, I was right next to the bloody bar and I still missed it because it we work in pitch black conditions. And I always get the same thing. Why do you work in pitch black? Why do you do this? And I do it for a main reason. Is number one, the atmosphere is there. Yeah. Number two, your heart rate is 10 times more than what yeah. it would be during Especially the day. when you're in the dark. Oh, God, yeah. Mm. Um, so that heart rate of beating in your chest, spirits feed off it straight away and it makes it a lot more easy for them to communicate. And number two, um, number three, sorry, traffic, yeah. noise outside the buildings. Mm. It, that it, it knackers up um, sound quality, left, right, and centre. The amount of things I've had to drop for cars going yeah. by or lorries was in Degray Street, and because it was on a main road, well, it's on the quite side a noisy road. street yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah. So I was I was picking things up, but I had to drop them because there was just a car going by at the wrong time, and I'm like, mm. God forsake me. So nine times out of ten, investigators do work on a night for that main re- main reason, yeah. I believe. But this property in itself, I keep going, going off, don't I? I go off topic all the time. It was on a main road as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it was such it was a quiet. back road, wasn't it? It's like, mm. I think, you know, person in my head was a farmer once. Yeah. But the EVPs were caught there, were fantastic. Not as good as other locations since then. But at that point in time, it'll always look on my top three. I think the thing that makes it more satisfying to edit is because, and to do with the location, was the question we asked always got intelligent um, reactions and Mm. answers back and for a spirit to hear what we're asking and then intelligently can't get my words out intelligently reply and for me to pick it up on the technology 
Can't beat it. Can't beat it. And it's a it's a nice place to go and investigate regarding the evidence that was picked up, but it's not nice regarding the story that and the history that no. falls behind it. No. And I think I mean, I'm talking again like, all the time. Cause I was talking this and I just can't, can't seem to shut up. <laughs> I think... What was our first investigation that we did together? It wasn't we Suicide did, House, was it? No, we did um, Warren Percy, wasn't it? Was that the that first was one? the first one, yeah, Warren no Percy. No way. Yeah. God, and I lost well, all the footage. Besides my house, of course, but yeah, we did No, Warren that was after Percy. that. Was it? Yeah, Warren Percy was, um, Warren Percy was the first one and then we did... Yeah, because yeah, we we yeah, we 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 uh, we've done Warren Percy on this yeah. other day. Or have we? No, we missed it out because we didn't have the footage. Yeah, so no, we, we had to miss it out. Know. But I know, I'm, I'm, I remember rightly, I'm sure, I'm more than sure that we did one Percy before we we investigated yeah, the house. Yeah, I think we did. One well, Percy. But God. yeah, that was the very first uh, investigation that we actually did together. Do you um, know what's funny about that? I was uh, looking on my Google Drive at the one Percy folder that we had. Um, and what we did have there, I looked through it. Oh, wow. When I did that solo, when you played the... Um, what did you play in the background? Is it that um, Lord's Prayer, isn't it? But in reverse. Yeah. yeah. Which sounds freaky as hell it when it's in reverse. Yeah. So we was hearing that on my VP, and then I remember saying to you, just turn off a six so we can hear any, any clear voices coming through. Oh my God, it's like they were stood around in a circle mm. around me. They were, they were just picking up voice after voice after voice. And I said to Brett, I said, Brett, where's the footage? I was like, I don't know. It should be on there. And I was like, it's not. Because we didn't have no footage, we couldn't use it. No. Maybe we said, need to go back there at some point. Well, we're gonna mm. we're gonna go out to the summer and we're gonna go back there. Um, I think it's meant to be something to do with vampires, apparently. There. Well, it's a medieval village, isn't mm. it? it that yeah. when that village was around, the plague was around, which yeah. wiped the village out. Unfortunately, back in the era that it did. So you had you had plague to a village and then have a church that still is standing, which was a communal church. The whole area and surrounding area, there's gonna be a lot of hatred, evil people spirits entities residual i think there's a lot of residual there yeah. um that resides in that in that in that area but i think it's more the land i think the I, land it's sat on i said to you that i um, picked up on a young child that had drowned in the water that the stream that surrounds goes past it yeah mm. um it was in like the big lake type pond type thing whatever yeah um, but i said to you didn't i that i picked up a um a child that had actually drowned in that water and I did actually research, and there is actually documented proof that a child did actually drown uh, in that water. It's a fast-flowing little stream, that. Mm. So a young little kid, two or three, yeah. could easily trip over. We were tripping over just going down there to have a look. Yeah. So I can see that being a very easy thing to happen. It was a... We are looking at doing a charity event. We was going to go to um, Skidbrook, Skid but unfortunately mm. that's going to be out of the question now. Yeah. So my other idea was Warren Percy. Yeah. I just think that location has so much to offer. It does. And I think, because we're out of the way, it'd be cool, but it has to be in the summer. Yeah. So, I haven't put it towards Brett yet, but I think there's Warren Percy, I, I think is the main one, because I don't know where we're going to investigate from me and you were talking now mm. to the summer. Yeah. There's a big gap between there. There might be a location that comes up where we could do a charity thing, where we sleep there for the full night. Yeah. Um, make an episode of it of course because it'd be rude not to yeah, yeah. Um, but also um, raise money for whatever charity we choose and decide at the time I've got a few in my mind at the moment but leave it at that um, and I think Warren Percy at the moment in time is leading it ever so slightly for me only because of its rich history that surrounds yeah. it and I think the land that the buildings sit on 
steeps and steeps in history. It's like when we went to that last location, the land had more history than the building itself. That building, what we was in, was in 1920s, give mm. and take. Yeah. Um, I the, know it's got a lot of history to it. And the paperwork kind of confirmed that because it was 1920s onwards, wasn't it? Yeah. I still got the paper in the bottom of that drawer. Yeah, it's in the bottom <laughs> yeah. there. And I think the land that, that all that all them two buildings were on was so much steep and I think when that kid came through that he'd hung himself because mm. when, when I went back um, on my own um, again I was getting the hang go back thing. go back a step you did not go back on your own well I, I didn't go back on my own yeah I went, I went back don't betray that you're all billy, billy big balls on that I went you back not? with Diane um, obviously she was affected but it was the person who actually hung themselves that actually affected Diane um, when I went back, it must have been in that forest that we had to walk through to get to the per- to mm. place. Do you think it was? It was in that room where we did our investigation. No, That's where she was infe- um, affected. It would have been where he hung himself though, because he kept coming no. through the forest all the time on the. I think. Tech. Well, I mean, we we got the feeling, and Diane said she's got a feeling it was outside the door. Do you know the door of the room where we were? Because we tested the door. front door, weren't we? Yeah, and that door did actually open. Found out that door actually opens. I oh, did it. Yeah, because we oh, actually had it, had it open. Um, but yeah, apparently um, it was coming through that it was the tree that was outside that door. Oh, was there a tree there? Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. See, we was I was in pitch black when I. Well, you would have been, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. So I'm because we went back at night time. Yeah, quite yeah. Late when we went back, um, but yeah, we we picked up it was a tree that was outside that door. Zach. Yeah. Yeah. That come through again. That name again that's again you can't beat that mm. two investigations two separate nights more importantly different personnel and yeah. you're still getting the same name you're still getting the same information back it's just there's so much there's so many fields and so many roads and avenues towards the paranormal i don't think we've even hit two of them yet no i think there's so many veins and avenues that lead off it so many different ways you can look at the paranormal but more importantly investigate the paranormal like i said at the start of the podcast i'm still clearly still learning you're very mm. much the same yeah. um it just makes it so much more interesting it does make me giddy inside knowing that one day something is going to really really scare the hell out of me well, it would have, if you'd have been with me the other night when I was checking out locations, Dave, well, trust me, you would have. But when I actually heard that voice right next to me say hello, um, that it was a woman, she actually said hello, hello? right next to me. And um, I actually turned around, you know, because I thought, That's oh, somebody's it inside me. Yeah. Turned around, there was nobody there. And I just looked and there was no lights, there was no nothing. And I was like, stood there shouting, hello, hello. And the person who was with me going, who are you saying hello to? And it was just like, I've heard somebody. I said, there is somebody. It was like, there's not. And I was like, but I've heard it. It was like, there's one. He said, no. They're just an intrigued spirits. are just as mm. intrigued um, with us as we are with them. And mm. I think we have to live in this plane of earth now where we have to coincide with um, the afterlife. Mm. And they're used to it. We're used to it. And it's, there's got, there's, it's always going to be an open book. Yeah. I mean, they, they know they can communicate with me. Obviously, with having abilities. Yeah, um, you can explain that next because I was going to go on to that because yeah. you do class yourself as a pagan witch. Yeah. Now, to be honest with you, witch I understand because I've seen Hocus Pocus. Yeah, <laughs> pagan I ain't got a clue. I'm sort of still learning really what pagan means. I only got told that I was like the pagan witch, but I mean, I'm not really sure myself what the pagan thing means. Um, I was just actually told I was from like a witchcraft background um, and I was a, a pagan witch. Um, but there's I'm two, not, two not things, sh- isn't there? There's pagan and something else, isn't there? There's a pagan witch, there's white witch. Um, What's your sister? She said she was smart and 
she's a pagan and a white. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, right. I can't remember the, white, I what the other one was. Yeah, but um, that's what I am apparently as well. So. Do you think that makes it a lot more easy to entwine and, and communicate with the afterlife? I do. I mean, I, I do believe, you know, that it does make it sort of like easier for spirits to approach me, um, mm. knowing that I can actually communicate with them. Um, and that is a good thing because obviously it's a good thing for us when we're on our investigations because then they come forward mm. and obviously we get more activity. So I believe it does help. Do you think, do you think you can, do you think when someone does so many investigations that they start to learn it? certain things and certain traits themselves to um feeling and knowing your surroundings as a paranormal investigator i'm speaking yeah. for myself here yeah. i'm asking you a personal opinion because yeah from I mean, when i started to where i am now i'm a totally different person now i always know like when i go into a property if it's actually going to be active or not you know i always get like that feeling it's either a heavy feeling i can't even feeling. i can't even say no to that because every time you've messaged me this place they've got to go we've got to go and we go to it something hell for leather kicks off or we get such good evidence and i'm like yeah he was right yeah, yeah he was right it's, it's just that feeling that you get you know and, it, and obviously being like from a witch background that is that is the feeling and it usually is like bang on mm. you know so yeah that's why i always say to you about dave we're going here yeah. or you know dave we're going there and you know it's fantastic so yeah and the location we've been so i think we've done over 15 now aren't we? just mm. me and you yeah we've I done quite a few every one of them Every one of them stands out for for its own reasons, but I know there's gonna be a hell of a lot more to come. Um, it's it's weird though because when you see paranormal teams nowadays, they always go to the big locations like the the ones that everyone knows in the world, like I don't know the tunnels in uh, Scotland or something yeah. like that. I don't know which are all the well known stuff. I think a lot of people forget these little properties that are in the middle of nowhere. Whether a family lived there for nearly all their lives, um, something's gone on really bad, and the spirits have not crossed over. Them little, I call them gems, mm. are literally are a paranormal investigator's gem because they will be, if not more, active than the big locations that everyone knows in the world. I think, to be honest, the big locations are just more money making. Big time, degree, yeah. <laughs> massive money making scheme on it, yeah. and the um, thirty, what's it, East Drive. thirty East Drive. Yeah. Big money making scheme. Exactly. That don't know how it's out, you know. I've heard, I've heard mixed reactions to that. I have. Mm. One hundred thirty thousand pound a year they're making off that really? property. Yeah, just when people going and investigating it. It's just ridiculous. They're charging four hundred and thirty pound a night mm. for two people to stay there night. It's ridiculous, isn't it? And they're doing it every Honestly. day of the year. Oh my days! One hundred thirty grand I went to out to, and I looked at the property uh, value on that area. It's a ninety thousand pound house. So and they've been running there doing what they're doing now for six years. So they've earned nearly half a million, mm. over half a million, just on the paranormal thing. So when people say there's no market in the paranormal, there is. a lot of bollocks. Mm. God almighty. If you've got a location that's steeped in history and it's the spirits there are more than happy to keep showing themselves, keep giving you evidence. Yeah. Yes, brilliant. But nine times out of ten, they get tired just like us. Yeah. And they'll only yeah, do it. Is. If it's a res residual, yeah, it'll keep looping and re relooping all the time. And that's something that we uh, can't control. But if it's a spirit there that just wants to live its afterlife quietly, mm. it will show itself when it wants to. Yeah. It really will. And I think these locations that are money-making schemes are there for a reason. And uh, it, it drains all credibility out of the paranormal. It does. It's horrible to yeah. see. And Brett was saying to me, oh, we'll go to that 30 East Drive. And I'm like, no, I don't no. want to pay the money. No. It's been overly done. 
yes it's a big name and if i put 30 strive location on youtube people will watch the video more mm. but i'm past caring about the the views and the view hours and this that other. i'm more leaning always leaning towards, towards now the evidence, the evidence side yeah. of it more yeah. so if for example i put suicide house mm. um we know what we've been through yeah. with that house because we went back twice yeah the general public ain't got a clue no. click on the video and watch it that's yeah. what i say exactly. watch it and then you decide yourself don't click on 30 each draft where it's been overly drained because no. they're like blood sucking leeches aren't they the, the owners are there they've just leached every single cent out of that building and they will still keep doing it for the next 10 15 years which is it's horrible for the spirits that reside there mm -hmm. and nine out of ten they'll just, they'll just move on yeah and exactly. i've looked at the evidence the evidence the last 10 years i'm um, sorry the last three years sorry no, hardly any. Is that any? Yeah, I mean, I've I've actually watched videos, you know, to see if there was any kind of new evidence, and there never has been. You know, no. it's always the same stuff all the time. Exactly. So. Whereas when we went to Suicide House, uh, Family Feud, stuff like that, we were only one of a few people that even known the place was there. Exactly. So the spirits there were fresh, unique. Seen two people come in who wanted to listen to their story, and they were more than happy to provide. Mm. So when people sometimes mention the same. Your evidence is absolutely fantastic, but it's just too good to be true. Yeah. You try living it. I believe it. Exactly. I believe every word they're saying. It is too good to be true. Yeah. But the reason why it's too good to be true because we're finding locations that I've never had have been done before. Exactly. And the spirits there are more than happy to show themselves because they haven't been talked to in last a while. People to know the story as well. Yeah. yeah. And like 30 years, they might have had three people come down in 30 years. So they've been sat there residually or just sat there in that building alone and hurt and, and, and confused and yep. when we do when the choice does come up to then communicate for example me and you go in we get the evidence but I believe is substantial enough for the hardware that we put in exactly and yep. it just it makes my day it really does and that's why I believe that what we do as a paranormal research team is 10 times better than any other paid mm. team out there I mean I've I'm not too sure how much you've listened to regarding other episodes, but I have brought this in before previously of um, discovery. I've now realised that the the market for the paranormal is not residing in Ghost Adventures and Taps and mm. all the other teams that are in there. It's more towards people like me and you, yeah. or people like me, you and Brett. That was good though. Yeah, so they've, mm. they've pretty much bought a TV channel, Polluter TV, they bought them out and said, look, we're just going to dedicate this to the literally smaller the smaller teams that. Mm. The evidence captured yeah. nine times out of ten is a lot more credible i love that word than what the bigger teams are playing yeah. but the thing is though we've got no budget the other teams have got bigger budgets exactly, yeah. if our evidence is more substantial then there's a market there for it yeah. i believe in my head um because i mean our, our evidence is wicked so i mean we should both put it out there oh you god know, we really really should when i first uploaded my first ever video i had no intro i had no outro i didn't even edit it to be honest with you i'm on about when mark did it he made it as a film absolute just like watching something out of universal yeah. or paramount which is yeah. not the word that we wanted to go down yeah. um evidence was non-existent because he, i've always said on previous episodes that if he wasn't playing drafts or having sunday dinner with a spirit if he didn't believe it would not go in an episode yeah. whereas now when i took took over the editing side of it and bear in mind i started from scratch and i'm still learning now and, I'm, and i will still be learning but from the first episode that i uploaded to where i am now I've come on leaps and bounds. Yeah. I can create a, a story because what people seem to need to remember is I'm hearing everything from the first 
time I click record. So when okay. I click stop, I'm, cl- I'm, I'm I'm listening to everything from through yeah. and through. So I can create that story because I've heard it in my own ears. I've heard the spirits reply. It might be some, some of them reply so quite like I can just yeah. hear it. Yeah. It's got a vocal tone, but if I've got to edit it too much, it can't yeah. go in the episode. No, no, no. It's only the strongest spirits where they come up with the class A or class B, then they will be uploaded um, and put into the episode. But the ep- it's just, I just love it. I do. I love it. I, and I'll always will love it for the day I die, I think. Yeah. Um, the, I don't know if I should have mentioned this. What? Uh, well, I mentioned to you when I walked in. So we didn't upload last week because there was a death in the family. My my father passed away. My dad passed away. Um, father had just gone, so like three or four days ago. Um, there is, there might be a chance where I can investigate his apartment where he passed and I'm not doing it for the reasons where people might think I'm doing it for it's more the fact that I believe in what I do so much that I know if I want to hear a last word I want it to be through my hobby and my joy because you've got a lot of unanswered questions as well yeah I've got so many unanswered questions and I think what more credible thing could be if I can go to my dad's apartment where he passed mm. and actually hear my dad's voice through the technology yeah. I've got and I, I'll just it'd be brilliant it gives you peace of mind as well it does and it really does we've still got the funeral the funeral's getting started out now um, it probably might be a long way off might be season 2 while it gets done I, I, I don't know yet I, I'm not, not too sure but I had a brainwave where I know my dad would want to say something to me and if he doesn't contact me through my hobby and my joy that I'm doing now through different avenues um, I'll be shocked I think he will Mm, I think he will I think he will in his own way Mm. and I think going to his apartment sitting in the place where he cherished and then to hear his voice or hear a intelligent reaction from my own father I think that'll be uh, that'll be the icing on the cake for the poor man Um, because I think he'll have a lot of questions like you have He'll have a hell of a lot, same as me, yeah. So it just makes it... The love that I've got for the field that I'm in to bring my own family member into it, especially my dad, and then to still get the amount of evidence that I would get now, but with my own dad, and then put it out for the general public to then listen to. Don't just open the door for me, Mm. open the door for them. If any spirits... Um, sorry, if any family members passed in their life, they can still go and communicate with them. Exactly. It yeah. just there's there's that opportunity there, um, because their heart and their chest has stopped beating. Doesn't mean that all oh, well, their energy disappears, and I believe my dad had so many questions to ask me. Still, I don't think he's crossed over yet. No. And vice versa, I've still got to ask him a hell of a lot, and I think that main reason alone, I know. If I got put in the right circumstances and the right situation, the communication would be very strong between us both. Mm. And I think anyone out there who's listened to this now and listened to every word that I'm saying, I've lost a family member that they were either not close to or very close to. And you do believe in the paranormal. Think about it twice. Mm. Try it. Because there's that choice that he might say his very last word to you, but via the technology that you use daily. The same, and I've lost both my parents, so I know so how hard it is. 
Um, but I mean, obviously, my my parents has never come to me, you know, in spirit. So no. I mean, maybe they will at some point. I don't know. That's the that's the thing where I mentioned to my grandma, which is mm. my dad's mom. I might have to um, go to his apartment because my dad was a very secluded man. Yeah. He loved his technology like me. Mm. His computer is is very mechanical minded, yeah. hands on man. Literally, he's a mirror image of me. He even looks like me, so I'll show you a photo after we come off air. So he's a mi- very much a mirror image, and I said to my grandma, I said, there might be a uh, a question coming towards you regarding the apartment thing and going in there. It's going to be hellishly hard mm. because going into a space, what he cherished most, what he felt protected in most, and then, having, and then doing an investigation to so then speak to him, I don't know how I'm going to react when I hear his voice. If I hear his voice through, because I'm going to have to do a live EVP best. Yeah, it'll I'm, be emotional for you. Yeah, it will be. It'll, you got. I've got to remember the main thing is that my blood running through my veins also runs through his, yeah. and I would not be on this earth talking to you or doing what I do now if it wasn't yeah, for him. Exactly. He's and, the one who give you life. So. Yeah, and no matter all the bad things that he's done in his life, which we all do, some yeah. more worse than others, you got to remember he is your flesh and blood yeah. or she, your mother exactly. or whatever is your flesh and blood. Make each day count. Mm. Make every breath that you would take. Believe it in your mind that it'll be your last because I thought I had time in my life to to make amends with my dad and then next thing you know it's all gone. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be awkward but in all fairness though, I think if I can do this, I can do anything. So I think I'm more than happy. Well, I'll be there for you, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more than happy to to put that evidence out there for everyone to watch because I've got a pride in what I do. So for me to bring my family into it, and my dad especially into it, and put myself in that situation, not just for me, but more importantly, for the hobby and the field that I love in, Make sure you bloody watch it. <laughs> yeah, but for you, it's going to be a special episode that you can treasure for life. Yeah, you know, it will. As well. It'll be it'll be saved and it'll be mm. probably rewatched a few times more than more than what it should be. But I just think at the end of the day, I'm I'm trying something that maybe not everyone else has tried yet. Mm. Um, like I said, we're still going for the funeral stage and stuff like that. So it's going to be a bit of time from now and then till when actually maybe the recording could be potentially done. But uh, opens the door to anyone else that's lost mm. a family member like because you've lost him doesn't necessarily mean you can't speak no. to him so again I will leave it there but that might be uh, potential on the horizon of uh, a mega mega episode coming forward in the future and of course you'll be there with me with that yeah. one definitely um, on my Instagram Instagram my pronunciation is so bad <laughs> Instagram there's still that competition running get on my Instagram HGC After Dark go on it fill the criteria out get yourself in the pot it's free. It's not hard work. It shows your support. Get on there and do it. But more importantly, before you do that, go on the inst- um, go on the YouTube and click like and subscribe. Every little like, and every little su- subscribe means more to me than it does to anyone else. So it shows support. We work hard behind the scenes, so you don't have to. You sit there and watch the content in the video, and that's it. You turn it off. But to create that content and that video takes days, hours, a lot of hard work. It does. It yeah. does. So every every little thing makes so much more of a difference. And to be honest with you, the messages that I get on social, 
um the uh the feedback that i get already is is it's phenomenal it is and i and i'll I cherish every single one of you uh, for doing that but i did think that today's episode we had to bring michelle in to explain literally what we thought about suicide house it is a fantastic house it is it's a place where i don't think we can go back now because the farmer there oh, is a very grumpy man and yeah. they've pretty much stopped any access to the property so i think we've got what we needed to get out of it i was there i was gonna say i did go back um i was probably about six maybe eight weeks ago um, did, yeah. when, when there was access again oh god um, you, you keep me secrets yeah. from me um, but <laughs> yeah when it, when i went in it still had that really heavy feeling you know it really really did and even the person who was with me said you know that, that it was a really heavy sort of feeling it wasn't a nice feeling no and that so no. so i still got a lot pretty much more to offer mm. I, I need to um yeah. curb in the uh the revisits i think unless it's a really really phenomenal place and i know not many people have been there ever since i.e the care home yeah. and manchester arms yeah. um i need to really curb in the uh the revisits because you can overdo a location these spirits sometimes might be full of beans when you first walk in there and give you all the evidence that you need to substantially create an episode and create their story to then portray to the general public but if you keep going back they might just not want to bother anymore and i've been to location before where we have gone back mm. actually i went back with bet to that um suicide house and nothing happened didn't it no nothing you remember well, I, yeah i went back to the care home as well um a few weeks ago and again that was it was still very active for me when I went. Have you seen the episode? I've really just put it online. Yeah. Yeah, we've got that voice scene. Um and walked into that bedroom. Um bless you. Yeah. And that that woman, I believe, is the woman that um said that same class A E V P without teeth. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the same one. Yeah. Very similar voice. Yeah. Very similar voice. Yeah. I did put as well on my Instagram, no lying, on my YouTube um a question. Would everyone or anyone watching the episode want me to make a compilation of 2021 and 2022 best evidence card i have got a nice little folder on my lovely computer full of all the evidence ever caught on every single uh, episode i've been on it's worth its weight in gold um i was going to leave it till uh new year 2022 to upload it you know like a go out with a bank kind of thing mm. but we're just we're, we're over the year now we're over 12 months so i could literally make a good 30 minute video of every single video um, every single evidence part caught and also make it into a nice story mode for for everyone to watch so go on my youtube check that question out there's a yes there's a no and there's a maybe click it it's easy enough one click you can go back to your normal life just so i know where we're at and if we do get enough reaction to it i will i will edit that next well not next but i will edit it and we'll get it up in one of the seasons um, going forward. So your first podcast. It's been good. I've enjoyed it. Yes, <laughs> I, really, I really have enjoyed it. I was, uh, I was quite nervous, but yeah, I've really enjoyed Brett, it. Brett was nervous the first time he did it, mm. like I said before. Yeah. It comes second nature to me because I just can't, once I talk, I just can't stop. <laughs> and like, we did this episode on Suicide House and I think we've talked about Suicide House 15 minutes of the hour yeah. episode we've been recording. Everything else as well. Everything else just <laughs> comes in between. But I'm like an open book in my head. Mm. Because I enjoy the paranormal so much and there's only so many people I can talk to about it yeah. because not everyone really wants to listen to it or pay attention. Even my family members don't bother with it. Don't they? No. My sister, my sister, my mum, none of them really bother with it. They don't listen to my 
uh, podcasts. I don't listen to uh, watch any videos. Thing, is it? My sister used to watch the videos, and then mm. life got involved, and just couldn't make it happen. Life got involved, and she bothers now, so I just don't bother mentioning it to him anymore. So when it comes to releasing. This podcast is a massive release for me. It's a shame, and though, isn't it? That's really? why when I want to go to be an hour and I'm at 11, um, an hour and 11, yeah. I can't help it because I just want to start, I can't stop. Yeah. So, But when you've got someone next to me who's got the joy and the exactly. passion for exactly the same thing that I've got, if it's not you, it's Brett. I, I just like live it and breathe it, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm like, you just live it, breathe oh, it. I wake it's up in the morning, fantastic. Michelle. I do. And it's just like, right, I get a coffee and have a shower and get ready for work. Oh, Whatever I'm doing, I say that I say that I can't. I wet mm. night, so I can't. I don't wake up morning. I got to wet, but yeah. you know where I'm going with it. I wake up and I think doing my normal day to day stuff, but all the time in the back of my head, after dark, mm. always after dark. Mm. What avenue do I want to go down next? How do I want to do it? Locations. Locations. Mm. What next bit of tech do I want to look at? Yeah. How am I going to edit my next video? People don't realise another thing before I bore the hell out of people. When I come to edit a video, I've got to create a thumbnail. Yeah. Do you know that thumbnail takes me longer to do the edit than, than it does the edit? Yeah. Because you've got to create that thumbnail in one picture, that full edit story in one picture. You've got to get it, it'll attract people to it. Yeah. yeah. It's like um, when you pick up a bag of crisps or a, a product with food in, yeah. I look up uh, the material it's in, um, not the material, the packaging, packaging it's in. If it stands out, I'll grab it. Yeah. If it doesn't, you just walk just, by. Yeah, just leave it where it is. Thumbnail exactly the same mm. thing. When people watch your content, your thumbnail's got to stand out from not just from the rest, but also tell a thousand words in one picture. So to design that is fun. It's, it's hard, but it's mm. fantastic when you finally do it. But if any paranormal investigator is listening right now, which hopefully you are, the best thing to use is Canva. Yeah, Canva's really good. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, I use Canva. I've just I before I logged on here before you came to do this mm. part uh, this episode, I uh, logged into my Canva and it updated again. It updates more than just my Filmora. Yeah. Oh, Canva's fantastic. It is probably the best app out there to use for your thumbnails. You can edit videos on there, you can edit anything on there. It's quick, it's unique, but more importantly, the after effects and the video content associated with it are ten times better than any other thing I use. I pay £10.99 a month. I have also got family members connected to it. So my sister uses it for her company. Brett uses it for his side of what we're doing. Um, and Michelle can use it if you want. I can up to five people. For my £10.99 a month, five people can use it. Yeah. And you create your own little account and you, you don't interfere with anyone. It's worth its weight in gold. So Canva, if you're listening to me, <laughs> sponsor me. <laughs> yeah, Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, I've and used it before as well. I don't know, I was stumbled across that app. I was on TikTok and it, and it came up. Um, no, I'm lying. Again, I was watching YouTube and I watched a, f- a few um, um, vloggers and stuff. And one guy, um, he, he vlogs and he said that he created his video for Canva. And I was like, Canva, what's that? And I checked it out and I thought, hmm, that looks good. So I downloaded it. And then when you first download it, it gives you like a, a preview of what you can expect to have through the app. So I used that and I thought, hmm, quite impressed. Mm. And then it says, if you want to use Fairway and get the premium package, which yeah. I do suggest to do, um, pay 10 99 a month. And I thought, a bit substantial for like one little app. But I didn't realize what you could do with yeah, it. You could you oh, can do loads with it. Yeah, unreal. It's, it's fantastic. I can have 15, I can have five different photos and I can take backgrounds off them and entwine them all together as one unique photo. Check it out, see what you think. 
I swear by it, and I have done now for over a year. Um, no, I ain't had it a year. I've had it nine months. Like Check it out. Definitely worth its weight in gold. Check out my Instagram. Again, the, uh, the competition's still running now, and I won't fulfil the competition until it's fully filled. Uh, so we need 130. I'm not too sure, currently sure what it's at the moment, but just check it out and try and put your input on that one. And yeah, just like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're, we're always working hard in the background to try and create this content for you guys. So just liking and subscribing is Getting enough for me. Locations as well, yeah, isn't it? exactly. Usually I go looking for locations and stuff. Locations are few and far between sometimes, mm. but if you've got a lot of people, um, a lot of eyes, and a lot of people, uh, setting people knowing where to look and stuff like that, they will keep coming up. Um, and once you do get that location, again, it takes a lot of effort to make the, the episode. Um, but again, just keep doing what you're doing, show your support. Next week, um, we should have Brett back if he can pull himself to come back <laughs> again. You know what it's like. Um, and we'll have the episode again. It will be uploaded next Sunday. Um, so hopefully you can tune in and, and see what you think of that. But other than that, Michelle, you've been fantastic. Thank you very much. Hopefully you'll come yeah. back again. I will. I'll Definitely. Come back again. Great stuff. And we will have Michelle back on again. And if you've got any questions to ask Michelle, send them in. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, any social media, pop it in. Um, I will fire them on to Michelle and we'll get back on the episode. Just let me know. But again, this is episode six. This is Suicide House. And thank you very much for listening. Thank you, guys.